Hello, everybody. Cal Banyan here. Cal Banyan's hypnosis, etc. I'm back with Erica, and we you can find out more about me on calbanyan.com. That's where all these videos live. Uh, some watch on YouTube. Most people go to calbanyan.com because all the episodes are there, 500 plus episodes, and I'm glad to have you there. Let me tell you what we're going to talk about today. Today we're going to talk about my magic clipboard over here. Ooh, crisis. Clients might start off with something like weight loss or public speaking, and now the proverbial shit has hit the fan for them. And they're all, excuse my adult language there, how unprofessional of me. You should see me in class. Okay, so now they have a new crisis, and guess what? They only think they're coming in for weight loss. They only think they're coming in for public speaking. What happens is, Gosh, those are just things that trigger some of the stuff that's going on inside of them. And now new stuff is triggering it. And you're already ready to really help them handle this new situation. All right, let me introduce you to Erica. We promised we'd keep our introductions a little bit, a little bit. There's so much stuff going on, but short a little bit. Erica's fantastic. She's a board certified hypnotherapist. She's registered as a hypnotherapist in Washington. She's a writer. She's written books. She's, she writes for the Journal of Hypnotism. She writes for the Five Pathers Journal. She has hit this profession like a rocket and nobody's going to stop her. And let me see what else I want to say. She is also going to be the very first one to do an all online hypnosis certification course that would be recognized by the National Guild Hypnotists. Congratulations on that, Erica. Yeah, thank you, Cal. It's been a long time in the making. I know you've been working on the standards for that for quite some time, which I'm just really, you know, I just really want to brag about you, Cal, because in ever since this happened, ever since COVID-19 showed up, you've been stepping up and, and you created two new standard documents um, that have been accepted by the National Guild of Hypnotists and, you know, released to every hypnotist in the National Guild on how to work with clients remotely and how to do online training. So, I mean, you're leading the way there. Uh, it's just awesome to see, you know, that we have this crisis and then you show up and you lead once again. So I just wanted to brag about that. Well, thank you. I just want to say something, you know, there's a lot of people now that are running to, oh, I could do this training and I could do that training and da, 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 sign up for my course on how to do online sessions when, you know, maybe they just started themselves or maybe they've, they've um, been doing it for a long time, but they've got their particular way. So I'm glad to, hey, you guys who are watching this video, if you didn't watch the previous five videos on that really make the case that you can do hypnosis online, well, you know, go do that now. Just dial back five episodes because we've really kind of, I think we're really up to date on that topic. And now we're going to move more into this working with people in crisis. Now, I'm sorry, I, I, I took it away from you again, Erica. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I, you know, that wasn't my normal introduction. Let me give you guys a, a more formal introduction, a shorter one, as Cal said earlier. So Cal Banyan is definitely the authority on hypnosis that works and he proves it every single time, just like, you know, the two new standards documents that I just mentioned. But before that, he was an author, still is author, trainer, speaker, and he's been on television. He's been on radio. He's won nearly every single award from the National Guild of Hypnotists, 
which is the oldest and largest hypnosis professional organization in the world. And he's just had such a huge, um, profound impact on me and my business. Once I took the five path training, that's when I was able to start going full time and seeing clients and getting massive results. So thank you, Cal. Um, for all of that. And let's continue because, you know, this is something that happened to me last week. A woman wanted to help with stopping smoking. I mean, isn't stopping smoking an awesome thing to be helping with people these days during this, right? If, if there's ever been a time to help somebody stop smoking, now is a really good time. People, more and more people are thinking about it. Um, but then for the session, she came um, to the session very upset because her husband had just lost his job. So her in her mind, she's not thinking about smoking anymore. Um, what she's thinking about is fear about her finances and all of that. And so I thought this topic would be relevant because I think a lot of people might be showing up like that these days. What do you think? You know, I think that is right on. That's like you mentioned this topic, you brought the topic up, and I said, wow, that's a really good topic. And I'm interested to see how you handled it as a five-path certified hypnotist. Okay, very good. So um, the very first thing that I said to her, because she was having a little bit of a crisis, right? She, you could tell that she was really upset. Um, she was being emotional. Um, there was some anxiety that I could tell um, she was experiencing. And so the very first thing I said to her, which we've said before many times on this, uh, on hypnosis, et cetera, is I know exactly what to do. I know exactly what to do. And that, and, and you know, I think Cal, it, it, it really does matter how you say this. And as, you know, professional hypnotists, we all understand how you say something matters. And we talk about congruence. And so when you say that, it really is, I know exactly what to do. And there's a lot of confidence and peace that you want to be communicating to your client in that statement. Uh, and that immediately helped her, her calm down. She's like, okay, we got this. Right. Yeah. And do you think you have a compliant, a compliant client at that point? It's like, yes, I am in my hands. I'm in the hands of somebody who knows what to do. I'm in the right place at the right time. I'm not, I'm not in the state of trauma anymore. I'm in the, they go into the state of, okay, let's figure this out. Right. And I just want to point out how, you know, we have the mirror neurons in our brain. And so when someone is kind of freaking out in front of you, professional hypnotists, we, we need to remain calm because jumping in that, you know, in that anxiety with them doesn't help. Now, this is nothing new. This has no, you know, not getting freaked out with your client has nothing to do with the recent COVID-19 pandemic. But I just want to remind everybody how important it is that your clients might be showing up more anxious than usual. So make sure you are doing your routine and getting yourself set before you start the session. Hey, let me give everybody a heads up. So, you know, see how, how Erica's talking about a little bit there about watching how you're feeling and how you're doing. Our next episode is going to be on keeping you good self-care and keeping you in a position where you can really serve your clients. So stay tuned for next time. Yeah, a little preview. <laughs> <laughs> a sneak peek. Yeah, so that's the first thing I said to her. I said, you know, go ahead and have a seat. You know, she, she, because she was kind of walking around her house at the time, um, which of course is distracting. So, you know, when you're working with the clients online, please, you know, go ahead and have a seat. And, um, and then I would just calmly shared with her, I know exactly what to do. Tell me what's going on. 
And then we were able to do a, um, again, something we've talked about quite a lot, Cal, is just um, a, a time tunnel. So I was able to time tunnel her on this experience of fear, and we were able to follow it back. So time tunneling is a way to do an effect-based in, uh, induction with your client without a formal induction. Um, it's very fast. It's awesome. And um, I'll let you talk all about time tunneling, Cal, since, since you um, developed it. But that's what I did. I time tunneled her. We got to the root of that fear. And then we were able to release that fear because most of it was erroneous, of course. And um, I'll, I'll just stop there. I, I can tell you more about what I did after that. But I want to give you a chance to talk a little bit about time tunneling. Awesome. So, you know, what, in, like in my book, the secret language of feelings. The premise is all feelings are good when they're based on accurate perception and they're actionable. But sometimes people are experiencing too much of an emotion like stress, too much stress. Like there's this weird thing I heard about back when I was going to psychology school and that's distress and eustress. Distress disables you and eustress it's, it's like the word euphemism means you know, a nice way of saying something. Well, this is nice stress. This is stress that's meant to motivate you. So if you get too much stress, then that is distress. It disables you. And so what happens, of course, you know, there's, there's a reason to be concerned about what's going on, but some people are getting too afraid. One is because their perceptions aren't accurate. Like I said, all things are good when feeling when the percent when they're being generated by accurate perceptions and they're actionable. But the other thing is they're resonating from the past. They're not just feeling the emotions from right now, but they're dealing with the fears or apprehensions or guilt or anger of the past that resonates into the moment. And I remember it was Ed Wonder, I think, that I first heard him say it. He's a hypnotist, and he said. Our clients only think they're coming in for stop smoking or lose weight or fear of heights and stuff like that. It's really this insecurity, fear, this imbalance of misperceptions of the child. And so um, I developed the, the time tunneling technique. Sometimes my clients never make it to the big hypnosis chair in the corner. I will just hypnotize them right at the desk. I'll say, is it okay if I start the hypnosis at any time? They say, yes. I have to start focusing and explaining about that feeling. And then I'll turn that into a tunnel and it goes right back to the past. And we can have a very fast, efficient uh, regression. And they very quickly feel better. And it's like, wow, that was interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. And they do really quickly feel better. And so at that point, once she was feeling better, then what I wanted to do was help her understand how resilient she is. And um, I think we've talked about before, Cal, I know you've mentioned it, this concept of internal locus of control versus external locus of control. And so a lot of our clients are feeling kind of like the external world is what's causing so much of their anxiety. And after time telling her and her feeling better, I wanted to remind her how resilient she is and how it doesn't really matter what's going on in the world as long as she is able to you know, stay calm and, and be in control for her family and for her kids and how strong and courageous she really is. So it's really pointing that focus back on her internal state and how she is in charge of that. You know, yeah, that's exactly right. With the internal and external locus of control, this is another one of them highfalutin psychology terms, right? And what's going on is that when you think that most of what determines your success and how you feel 
is outside of your control, well, that in itself is scary and it's debilitating. It's like, well, what's the use of doing anything? Where if you start showing someone that they can feel better, I can say, you did that. Nothing outside of you has changed. You did that by thinking about things differently, makes you feel about things differently. And that what happens is it's the first step to instead of disabling, enabling the client. And so then we can follow that up with direct suggestion work and say, now that you know, this is the segue, now that you know that how you feel is determined a lot by what you're thinking and that you can take action, you feel more powerful, more in control. And so now you look at things you can do to manage your life in a way that actually makes you more safe, more secure, more in control, and the people you care about. Awesome, and that's exactly what I did. We moved into um, some age progression, right? So I took her into the future. I looped it back to what she originally had can't come in for. So now she's feeling safe and she's feeling better. And so now I brought it back to her not wanting to smoke. So we had to deal with that kind of crisis level uh, element. Uh, we eliminated that. She got uh, feeling resilient again. And now I'm looping it back to the primary reason she came in to see me. And with age progression, she imagined going through the rest of the day and the rest of the week without smoking and taking care of herself and all of the things that she uncovered for herself during the time tunneling technique. And then I did the um, uh, segue to direct suggestion, which you just demonstrated and emerged and she felt great. She felt uh, completely different than when the session started, which is always lovely for our clients. How was she, what was she saying? What was she doing after you brought her out of that session? Um, she was, she was surprised um, how much we did. Like she was kind of dumbfounded and almost just silent. Like, uh, <laughs> uh -huh. what just happened? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Just another day in the life of a five-path certified hypnotherapist that knows how to handle things when the proverbial shit hits the fan. All right. That's right. All right. Good. Good for you. Anything else you want to mention? Because I don't mind doing shorter podcasts, but if you got more, I want to absolutely get out to people. Yeah, I think um, one of the suggestions that I'm always looking for with my clients is to be able to remind them how amazing they are. And so anytime that one of my clients has a really cool insight or with this particular client, you know, she walks in, um, you know, she's on she's online as a virtual session. So she joins a call really upset and frustrated. Um, and by the end, she is, you know, she has such peace and uh, is reminded how wonderful she is. And so I like to tell my clients, you know, you're, you're amazing. And I, I wonder, I wonder what else you can do. And I'll just float that suggestion out there because wonder, of course, is a word that kind of means imagine or pretend. It really gets the subconscious going. And so I like to put that in there because now clients are thinking, hey, if I can feel good about what happened here today, I could do all of these other things that I'm thinking about. So I like to insert that suggestion wherever I can. Beautiful. Kind of reminds me of the fifth recognition where you just kind of in, in seven past self-hypnosis and where you just kind of open the door to these things that oh oh and the, it's really a, a moment of enabling self-discovery and that which comes to mind they own it's not like you're saying you can do this and you could do that it comes within them zero resistance to it bam solid
Good. Exactly. All right. Good. Continue. Um, well, that's all I have, Cal. I think that, you know, I mean, just to recap, your client is signed up for something else. They're presenting issue, uh, for example, in this case was stopping smoking. But when she came for the second session, you know, COVID-19 had, had happened and, and she had a different presenting issue. Now in her fore, forefront of her mind, she's fearful uh, for her husband losing his job. And so we addressed that and looped it back in, looped the smoking back in at the end. So that's kind of the strategy um, there. And I think it might be happening for a lot of hypnotists out there right now, just because of everything that we were dealing with. So I wanna make sure that we covered um, a good and solid technique for them to follow. Awesome. Hey, I'm gonna throw in a surprise subject. Are you ready? Yes. Because we got a couple minutes. And I think that's going to be really interesting for some people. So many people want to take our training, right? But it's like five days and then another five days. And so it could be a total of like 12 days away from home because Monday through Friday, then a weekend, Monday through Friday. And for some people, it's just not doable. They cannot get that much time away from work away from home, away from the cows, whatever it is, right? I mean, thank God we got dairy farmers, but I could never be one. And, you know, just, just life. They can't take 12 days away or 10 days away. And so I really, really went to task on that and said, what if I could shorten it? And for years I said, there's just no way we got too much stuff. It's not possible. And then I've, I've created this mental trick that I do myself. And I say, yeah, but what if you had to? Mm. Yeah, but what if you had to? I mean, what if you had to? What would you do? And that just, that springs my brain in a whole different direction. Well, what if I had to? Well, I mean, I, it was no other choice. Like it was the new universal law that thou shalt, shorten your course what well, well, at the very and but you're not allowed to decrease the quality at all if you're allowed to increase the quality but you can't decrease it and so my subconscious mind went to work on that and it dawned on me this is what we are now doing it's called the 25 plus 7 the 25 is 25 hours of self-study before you come to the course for seven days, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which means like if you still have, you know, like Monday through Friday type work, you only have to take one week off, which is like huge. Now, one of the challenges, the downside of a seven day course is like TMI, too much information. My brain is full. We used to do 10 days straight with no break and it was like heads were exploding left and right. It was very messy. And so what happened was we went to put a weekend in it, but that just made it even longer in one way. And so this is what I've developed, the 25 plus seven NGH approved Banyan certification course. And so what happens is up until now I was doing the 10 days. And what I did is I did a video recording of the first three days and real class. And then I went through, like I, I mentioned in a previous podcast that I'm, I'm doing edit, video editing myself now because some things only I can video because I know what's important and what's not. I can't just hand it to Taylor and say, edit this for me. And so I went through with a video, video, video editing exacto knife and cut out everything that wasn't like the most important stuff you need to know. And I came up with, um, 
first of all, the, the third day, half of it is seventh path training. You can't do that anyway, except in class. So that's half a day I didn't have to edit. And then the, so it's two and a half days uh, edited down to the most important 10 hours of video. So, and you, which now, if someone signs up for that class, now they need to have time to go through this self-study before going to the class. But there'll be 10 hours of video. They get also the level one manual and then some other reading materials from class. And we, we how did I come up with it's 25 hours? Well, I went to our five path discussion group and said, hey, about how many hours did you think it, you spent on these materials? And we came up with it's easy 25 hours. So this does two things really well. When you come in for the first day of class, you still have the same training that other people would have had after three days with the exception of seven path training, which we'll have to slide into the very first day of, of class. And you've been able to study it at your own pace. So your brain isn't aching. So on the, what is normally be the fourth day of class, you have the fresh brain of the first day of class. So, and we, we have like some evaluation that you can do so that we know and you know that you're ready for that first day of class. So you can rewind me, you can watch it over again, you can rehearse the hypnotic induction. So first day of class, bam, you're ready to go. So 25 hours of self-study. Now, obviously you can't sign up for the class the day before the live class starts. You've got to sign up at least a week ahead of time. So you have time to do that self-study. Okay, do the self-evaluation and the evaluation for us, and then boom, you can start uh, doing the class. What do you think of that, Erica? I'm super excited. I mean, it's something I've been wanting for quite some time, too, because now students can just come for one full week. As you said, they could travel on a Saturday. They can travel on the following Sunday. And now class is right in the middle, which will allow a lot more people to be able to do this. And, you know, it's it's the hybrid approach. I've always loved a hybrid approach to a lot of things. So you get the best of both worlds. You get to have the first uh, portion of the class recorded. As Cal said, you could watch at your own pace. You can rewatch it again um, and it's just going to allow more people to be able to attend because it's going to be easier to get one week off of work than two. And I want to give you credit because you've been pushing me sort of kind of in this direction to have like three days of training or two days of training and then and then you know I decided well we'll just make that virtual training mm -hmm. and and so it was kind of two minds working together. Yeah, Thank you for that, Erica. It's <laughs> worth nudging me because, you know, it's it, subconscious mind just wants to keep doing it. And so I said to myself, what if I had to do it that way? Now, some trainers, some five path instructors, they're going to, they, they may still offer the 10 day course. And who knows, I might do that from time to time, once a year or something like that. But my intent is as much as possible to shift over to this 25 hours plus seven days design. So thank you for some inspiration and some nudging, Erica. You're welcome, Cal. You're fun to nudge. <laughs> cool. All right. Do you have any last words? Uh, for this episode, go yeah. and help, go help people. They need it. So we need more hypnotists right now. And for all of you hypnotists at home, yes, you can do online sessions. Yes, you can help your clients in crisis and be sure to be carrying 
doing really good care uh, for yourself, which is what Kelly and I are going to talk about in the upcoming episode. Uh, I'm Erica Flint. I'm honored to be here and helping you, honored to be part of the Five Path organization. And uh, you can find me at CascadeHypnosisTraining.com. I hope to see you in class. My next classes are July and October. So, all right, all you guys and gals out there who want to be hypnotists or want to be better hypnotists, I want you to go to calbanion.com where I have all my podcasts and I have my training schedule. I've got, uh, I believe I had a course coming up in July, another one in uh, October. I know I have one coming up this month, but this podcast is probably not going to be out in time for you to enroll that in that, even if you wanted to. I think we're, if I'm, I'm just firing off the top of my head, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but the July class was originally scheduled for 10 days. We're trying to switch the people who had already enrolled, if it's okay with them, to go to the 25-7. If one person says, no, I just won't do that, then I'll stick with the 10-day because I got to keep the deal if I make a deal. All right, that's it. Calbanion. Signing off.